Hi, best friend. Lindsay here. Before we get started, I wanted to come in and just give you a personal apology for the assault that is about to happen on your ears from the sound quality coming out of the microphone that Lacey and I shared during the recording of this episode. Fortunately, our guest sounds great. Her vocal track did not get messed up, um, but I had just gotten a new microphone. We had not had time to test it by the time we got into this interview, and we're all going to pay the price for that. So um, I, I am real sorry. Huge apology to you. Huge apology to our guest that her episode sounds like this. But I hope you can just kind of, you know, try to tolerate my vocal track and just focus on the amazing content that our guest is about to deliver because she really does come with some very valuable information that I think you're really going to want to hear. Um, thanks for sticking with us through all of our mini technical difficulties. We love you. We mean it. I have an announcement. I have ears to listen to your announcement. Okay. 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 Ready? 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 It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 Go. It's our one year anniversary of this podcast, sister. Happy birthday to no, no, me. No, anniversary. Happy birthday to me. Happy anniversary happy. from everyone at Bennigan's. <laughs> oh, happy, happy anniversary to us. Yes, to us. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, this is an audio medium, so you couldn't see that. We, we... shook hands, though, very grandly. Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Uh, Let's get into this. Okay. We've been doing this for a year, so for some reason we keep getting worse. Let's do it. Do you think our sound's <laughs> going to sound good in this episode? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, God, it's so bad. We're so sorry. We love you. In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters! Welcome, listener. It's me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. And we're here. For thrifting and sistering! <laughs> In case you didn't know what you were getting into, now Why you does know. it make me laugh every time? I know you're going to say it. Because I'm hilarious. And I laugh at everything. It's a great <laughs> combo. <laughs> it really works well for my ego. Oh, that worked out well. And my esteem and my need for constant Constant valid- validation. Thank you. Thank you. Through for my sh- constant laughing. All right. Well, hey. I almost said laughtering. Let, let, the laughtering is also a plus. Um. Today's episode is all about – so I've decided to start telling the people what the episode's about right Give here. Give the people what they want. They well, want to know what the episode's about. It's already in the title, like when they look, right. look at the show. So like we might as well just cut yeah, to the actually tell them what's happening. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about Depop, but you already know that because it's going to be written in the title we're gonna of the show. We're going to pop your Depop cherry. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and um, this is a great interview because I've been on – you'll find out. I've been on Depop a little bit, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea what I'm doing. I learned some really great – things from our Depop seller guest that is about to be on and come into your earballs. Yeah. I also learned stuff because I didn't know anything about Depop, so. I know nothing. (laughs) All right. Well. Let's get our education on. Okay. Let's do it. But first, real quick, if you can do us the biggest favor in the history of favoredom, if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, you know what it does. I've told you so many times. It warms my cold, dead heart. (laughs) I don't have many things to live for. But your, this is a good one. Your reviews on Apple 
Give me life. I was about to say wings, and I'm like, nope, that's a Red Bull. That's a Red Bull commercial. <laughs> Don't get sued. Okay. Um, and then if you could head over to our Instagram at Thrifter Sisters Pod. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Sister. look at that. Sister Minds. Listen, it's been a day. It no, has been a day. You don't yes. know. Yes, okay. Yes. If you it's evening. You know we don't you know we don't record at nighttime. I'm I like to put in my jam jams and go to bed and watch my stories. It's eight o'clock. Yeah. This is our story time of year. <laughs> <laughs> story time of day. Got a lot of st- yeah, it's my story time of day. I got a lot of stories to catch up on. Um if you could head over to our Instagram, Thrift of Sisters Pod, engage with our content, follow us there. Again, esteem, validation. Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know the mm-hmm. deal. You know mm-hmm. the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And lastly, oh, you know, I just, I'm so hesitant to even say this because it's coming up real fast. But, what? But we're planning the launch of our Patreon oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. on August 5th. Sister, tell them what they win. You win three to four bonus content episodes a month. It'll be stuff like Lindsay and I just talking and telling stories and being silly. It'll be um, actually some you know, reselling content sometimes. And also, um, no, we, not sometimes. There's going to be some good reselling well, content. So they just, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag. Okay. It is going to be a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, there, don't, don't, don't give away. Uh, and then there'll be like a surprise content that, you know, will be really fun. Yeah. We have something that we're really excited about that is going to be the heart of the Patronus. And we're, 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 we're not announcing it yet, but there's going to be something really that we're really excited about to, um, a choose your own adventure episode? No. Damn it. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, it's that time where you need to open the door. Why is the door so creaky? I'm sorry. I will get some WD-40 next week, but I don't have any this week. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, there she is. Oh, she's, she's walking in. She's got footsteps this time. <laughs> All right. Hey, guest. Let's let's go. Oh, hey, real quick. Um, Shut the door. Shut oh, the door. Oh, boom. Uh, that didn't work very well. Okay. <laughs> it's creaky, remember? There. Okay. Great. Um, hey, listener, be sure and listen all the way through to the end because there might be a discount code available for you at the end Ooh, of love the a good episode. Code. Woo! All right. Now open the door. Let our guests okay. in. Okay. All right. Hey. Oh, hey, friend. <laughs> hey, friend. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's go. do So we have on today Deanna. Deanna, what is your Instagram? Uh, it's Deanna.online. Deanna. Di- <laughs> I love that. Love it. Deanna dot online. So we have Deanna on here for one main purpose, but we're going to um, we're going to do like a little offshoot at the beginning of the show. Um, but first, I want to say, I feel like, is this the first time we've done an interview where we were together in stu- the same studio with an, um, in- with an interview? Yeah, I think so. So you're getting a very special <laughs> sisters in the same room situation. This has <laughs> never happened before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> First time, awesome. and and um, I want to make a public shout out, a public thank you to Deanna. She has been so ridiculously flexible, flexible. and thoughtful <laughs> and considerate and kind. We we've had to to reschedule. Is this our third or fourth time? Something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> and and the fact that I thought I was going to have to do it again, I was like, that's it. She's not coming back. We're going to have to cancel <laughs> today. And she's like, you know what? Screw these sisters. I don't have time for this. I got a busy life. <laughs> Understandably so. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So Deanna is here today to talk about um, what I consider to be the mystery platform, which is Depop. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I've done a few sales. I've sourced a little bit on Depop. I'm still like, what is happening? I, I'm so confused. <laughs> um, but here's what's really cool about Deanna is that she 
works for my new favorite cross-listing platform that I've only started using, I think this is my second month. She works for Vendu! <laughs> yes. Uh, Vendu, uh, cr- uh, cross-listing, inventory management, analytics, um, delisting and relisting, also great um, features for your reselling store, um, for your reselling business. We have a lot of, you know, new features coming um, within the next year or two to make it even more of like kind of a one place where you can have all your reseller tools. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So, that sounds <laughs> – I have a feeling I know what you're talking about, but obviously I can put you on the spot. That sounds um, – I mean, I'm already loving it. I switched over from uh, List Perfectly, and it's just been it's just been so much easier for me. I, and and I, I can't quite put my finger on it. I think the biggest thing that, that kind of glares at me is when I'm cross-listing, instead of like all these freaking windows popping up, yeah. it's like, hey, you can go ahead and close this and move on to your next listing and start listing that sucker over there. Like it just, it runs in the background and I can go ahead and start listing something else without 18,000 tabs opening up. Yeah, the being able to run without the tabs opening is definitely one of the things we hear over and over again. Um, just a more intuitive design is another thing. And um, also our customer service. We have live chat customer service available. It's seven days a week with extended hours. Um, I can't think of the exact hours off the top of my head, but they realize that people resell on evenings and they realize that people resell on weekends and that they need yeah. to have support available, which a lot of our competitors don't have. So um, I would say customer support is another big reason people switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm sure I've, that list perfectly probably offered um, this. Well, I think it did actually have D list and real list, but I wasn't using it through there. And I think it probably offered all a lot of the same features that I'm utilizing now. But like you said, it's so intuitive on Vindu that I'm actually utilizing these tools. And not having to dig to figure out how to do it. Yeah, I just, I wasn't <laughs> utilizing those. I wasn't looking like at my monthly sales through list perfectly. I wasn't looking at like, um, you know, cause I can so easily see like what categories, what brand, like, and I know I can get that through my Poshmark stats too, but I just really, I just love that I can have all my platforms and it, I don't know, it just is working real well for me. <laughs> That's something that we are working on. So I'll take that back to the team and let them know you said that because we are definitely working on ways inside the software to remind users what all the features are that they're paying for. So they're not paying for user uh, features that they don't use. Yeah. So, you know, reminding people to relist and delist, reminding people that they can view their analytics and why they would want to um, just right inside the software. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. I, I think it had a, I mean, I had some pretty big sales last month of some designer bags. So that obviously helped my, um, my, my gross sales for the month. Um, but I really do credit a lot of it to, um, finally, like this is for the first time I have every single thing cross-listed to at least to a minimum of three platforms. And some of my stuff is cross-listed to five. So (laughs) it's, it's been quite game changing for me. And I love that. (laughs) I love that journey for myself. (laughs) (laughs) How old is Bindu? Um, they, it's, yeah, it's relatively new. Um, just a couple of years, they actually started building it and, um, back in 2017, 
but it really wasn't till I think like the very, very end of 2019 until it actually came out. So it's really, really new. Have you been um, with them since the beginning? No, I've been with them just a little over a year. Okay. How did you so. get connected with them? How did that work? Um, so I actually, besides reselling, I was, um, I did, uh, social media management and freelance writing, um, freelance, um, freelance work. And I was pretty happy with that. I, I liked my, I liked my freelance work. I liked the flexibility. I was not looking for a job. Um, and, but I used Vendu. I've used Vendu since the beginning, since they were um, like in beta and it was free mm-hmm. and they were just trying to get people to test it. So I've been, you know, a user of the platform since the beginning. Uh, and one day I was just <clears throat> scrolling on Instagram and I saw that they had a full-time position for a social media manager. And, you know, it was like no risk to me because I already was happy with what I was doing. So I just went ahead and applied for it and I ended up working for them. So that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Through social media. Yeah. I mean, and we're, we are current. I mean, it's they hire people. I mean, obviously, they have like developers and stuff like that. They have to hire from all over. But a lot of key customer facing positions, they are trying to hide, hire through the reselling community. Uh, you know, me and Aaron. Uh, who's uh, Four Limes Boutique, um, uh, Danine, the frugal fast fashionista. Mm-hmm. She um, is not a full-time employee, but she is a contracted employee. Um, and uh, Josh, uh, one of the founders, Josh has been a reseller for, I think, like 15 years. He has a ton of experience. Um, so we're trying to hire, you know, more and more people directly from the reselling community. So... I think that shows yeah. due to the easy, like user-friendly access to the whole app. I think that's awesome. Makes a lot of sense. Poshmark could take some. Uh, cute <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so tell us your uh, reselling origin story. Um, so let's, I think I've been reselling for around five-ish years, maybe. Um, so it's crazy to think that like more than 50% of that time has been during COVID and lockdown and all of that craziness. Cause I think we're on like year three of that. So, but five years ago, year three <laughs> of the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. What if they never figure it out and we just have to stay inside forever? Um, <laughs> might be okay with me. I like staying inside. Um, but yeah, like five years ago, I was, what was I doing for a job? I th- I was doing real estate. So I've done so, I've done so many different things. Um, <laughs> and I was shopping uh, at a thrift store on my lunch hour and I found a like misplaced item. I, they had a, a very expensive piece of crafting equipment in the toy section for $4 when I knew that it was worth much more than that. Um, so I bought it for $4 and I took it home and I put it on like Craigslist or whatever was like, uh, popular at the time and, um, sold it for $180 like, uh, within, (laughs) you know, within like an hour or something. And I was like, surely there must be people doing this on purpose. Like I just did this on accident, (laughs) you know, like surely people must be like looking for this stuff on purpose. And, um, so I started looking online and looking at other people's stories of flipping things uh, like that. 
Um, and somehow through those searches, I stumbled on some articles about Poshmark and doing it for clothing. And I thought, you know, I, I have a lot more storage space for clothing than I do for like giant items. So, um, that's how I ended up getting into that. And then I'm, <clears throat> from there, I saw that, you know, eBay wasn't the only place to sell clothes, found Poshmark, um, found Macari soon after that and, and so on. <laughs> Did you, um, when you first started listing clothing, were you doing it on eBay first? Um, I, I actually started on Poshmark. I've had like an, I'm old and I've had an OG like eBay account since they existed, which is a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I have a very old account with like lots of feedback because I bought a ton of stuff and I think I sold, you know, a, a thing here or there. Um, but it was to me starting out as a reseller, it was very complicated. There are two, you know, everyone knows it's too many fields. You have to figure out your own shipping. And Poshmark was just very, um, it had everything streamlined. The shipping was expensive, but it was easy. And um, not as many fields to fill out. I could do everything on my phone really easily. And <clears throat> so. Super, yeah, yeah it's just how, so user-friendly. Yeah, you know, and at the time, yeah, and at the time, it was also, like, easy to get your stuff seen, and, you know, the algorithm actually worked back then. Uh, <laughs> so, I, you know, took <laughs> off right away. <laughs> yeah, back in the good old days. Um, <clears throat> so that's where I started, and then it, it took me maybe not even a few months to realize, though, that selling on one platform you couldn't sell enough, get enough eyes on your stuff. And yeah. So How once many I, are you listed on? um, so pretty, the majority of my stuff goes on Poshmark, Macari, um, eBay and, um, Depop. Okay. There are some stuff that I won't bother to post on Depop. Um, Let's get into Depop. Let me pull up my notes. So I put out a call on social media that was like, I don't, I don't, I, I need a Depop seller, people. I, we need to, <laughs> we need to get into this on, on the pod. And somebody recommended you. And then you also, someone must have sent you our post or something because then you reached out to me and you're like, Hey, I've been, I've been somewhat successful on that platform. I'm happy to happy to chat with you guys about it so he, here we are cut to a few weeks later and then let this is it so how how long have you been selling on depop um not that long so um i mean i'm not like you know a verified depop seller or anything crazy like that i i just started and i think it's a good perspective because um you know, most people that are thinking about getting into it are getting in on that level. They're just getting right. started. They, um, so it wasn't, uh, you know, it was less than a year ago. I started putting my, my items on and it actually really wasn't until I started working with Erin a lot from Vendu who was selling a lot on Depop. Um, when I started learning, um, more about what actually makes items sell on Depop, so I started working closely with her and a couple other people in the community to find out like what is selling. I started doing lots of um, posts on my Instagram account about um, the different styles and what sells and what you need to do. We started doing a bunch of content on Bendu. We hosted um, 
a webinar that had like over 500 uh, attendees, uh, RSVP signed up because you could tell that was um, that was very telling to us that people were wanting to try a new platform. Mm-hmm. Some of the old standards aren't working as well anymore. Poshmark is having problems. Macari is having problems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people want a new place to sell their stuff. Um, <clears throat> so we had a really, really successful free webinar um, on Depop there. And that just kind of told me that people were wanting information on, on Depop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely one of them. So, <laughs> okay. So you were saying earlier, you, you don't put everything, you don't have all your stuff on mm-hmm. Depop. What are you focusing on? on putting on Depop. So Depop, <clears throat> Depop really does cater to, and Depop, first of all, I'll say is a little bit older than we think of it here in the States because it actually started. Oh. <laughs> more technical difficulties light just oh, went out did you lose your power no you can you can keep talking okay place you'll, place you'll get is going to work on the light <laughs> i mean we can't even keep lights on in this studio <laughs> it's a real it's a it's a it's a real janky setup we got going on real janky operation <laughs> okay right. great back sorry diana okay that's okay Sometimes I think the universe is telling us to quit our podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, we've worked too hard. We can't quit. We can't quit. Okay. You were saying. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so we th- um, we think of Depop as being a newer platform. They've actually been around for a while, but they, you know, were popular first in the UK. So, <clears throat> but it is definitely caters more to Gen Z. And um, I was just doing a presentation about social media trends the other day to another group. And I had to remind them that we think of Gen Z as being kids. And some of them are kids. But the actual age range for Gen Z right now is 10 to 25. So they're growing up. Um, I mean, some of them are all grown up and running for political offices uh, this year. So um, it's not all kids. It's, it is young adults. <laughs> They have money. Um, uh, a lot of the shoppers on there have more money than they have bills, <laughs> yeah. which is nice. Um, so it, it is a place where, where shoppers have money because that's one of the misconceptions I always hear. that Oh, it's just a bunch of teenagers shopping on Depop. And I'm like, no, it's young adults shopping on Depop. <laughs> yeah. um, so and the Gen Z um, generation, which I have uh, teenagers myself, so I'm like – very much like surrounded by Gen Z culture all the time. Um, And they're very focused on their look and their style. They want to fit into a specific aesthetic. And, you know, the popular thing to call them on Depop are cores. They call them, you know, ballet core and cottage core and fairy core. Um, There are these different core aesthetics. And it's just basically means, you know, what do you want your overall look to be and how does that fit your personality so what that means as far as um, sourcing for depop and listing on depop is that they're not as interested in what brand the clothing is Um, it's not that they don't care at all because fast fashion does have a bad uh, reputation in among all age groups for being not that great for the environment right and and for being cheap in general. So it's not like they don't care at all, but they don't care that something is Nike or, you know, a certain designer. They care way more about what it looks like and what it's what its aesthetic is. So then when you're shopping for Depop, you have to know what the styles that are most popular 
and um, just sort of go by what you think the look of the clothing is. And a lot of times I'll shop with the specific cores in mind to keep it easy on myself. I'll pick two or three and I'll be like, I'm looking for items that fit into these three categories. And I pull out the item and look at it. And if I can't immediately think of three or four Depop worthy hashtags that would go on that item, I don't even pick it up. What are your, do you have a specific three that you try to go for every time or do you mix it up? Um, well, I'll mix it up. I try to keep track of what's trending and whatnot. Um, you can look on the Depop um, main page, the Depop edit, they call it, to see like mm-hmm. what's trending. You can look on TikTok. That's where a lot, I mean, and just see what, like literally just see what they're wearing. Um, you can talk to teenagers. Uh, that's what I do. I have an unfair advantage with yeah. uh, a teenager who's... Um, 15 I have got a 15 and a 17 year old and my um, younger child is very into fashion and all the different cores and he tells me uh, lots of stuff and my favorite thing to do sourcing right now is taking him and my niece who are the same age to like Plato's closet and like basically everything they touch like I just walk behind them and I just put that in the cart <laughs> that's so great <laughs> like your own private market research <laughs> yeah like everything they're like "Ooh, this is nice like i know that that's you know probably a good thing so um, i saw you you posted that recently <laughs> that you were you were at a thrift or a, a bst store with some some young people i'm like that's so freaking smart yep yeah they're my little helpers so and then, i'm getting then, close to that i got a 10 year old girl and it's funny Lacey and i last so Lacey spent the night last night and she comes out and like it's not quite a sports bra but like a longer length sports bra and like these little short like it was a very it was a look that she was specifically (laughs) going for and she walked by us and we like I'd never I got her that little thing that little it's like a, a sports bra crop top to wear underneath her basketball jersey and she walks by us just in that. And as she walks by us, Lacey and I kind of look at each other like, she is doing a vibe uh-huh. right now. <laughs> she knows what her aesthetic wants to be. It, it was cute. It's cute to like start to see that at this age at 10, like start to emerge. So I'm at the very precipice of this whole, whole thing. <laughs> yep. The big... Um, the big aesthetic that's going on right now in my son's high school is basically the 90s. He comes home looking like me and my husband did in high school every day. Yeah, I'm like, crazy. it's like a little clone <laughs> of my husband from the late 90s. It's really awesome. It's bizarre. <laughs> we were, um, my husband and the girls and I were driving through. We live in Charlottesville, which is UVA is here, um, University of Virginia. And we're driving through campus trying to get over to a pizza place yesterday and I saw this group of girls and they were all wearing these khaki pants that were wide-legged kind of high-waisted maybe like a mid-waist and then they were all wearing these basically bandana tops that had just like so many strappy things I'm like and then these real clunky shoes I'm like it is like I am watching myself walk through campus 20 years ago <laughs> like that i had these exact clothes did are those my clothes <laughs> where did you get those i had that give me my top that I is all that top i had that top <laughs> it is it's just so bizarre to like yeah. see your college 
aesthetic being <laughs> walking around ca- campus yeah. 20, yeah. 25 that's, years later. <laughs> and that's how I felt uh, looking at my son's yearbook. I'm like, okay, let's play a game and count how many Nirvana t-shirts we can count <laughs> in the 2022 high school yearbook. <laughs> and I actually have a Nirvana cl- uh, shirt mm-hmm. that is mine. And my daughter's been like, can I, can I take that? And she says Nirvana. She's like, can I take that Nirvana shirt? I'm like, first of all, we're going to learn to say the word right. Then we'll have a conversation. <laughs> and no, it's my shirt. Absolutely not. Name one Nirvana song. No, buzz, pass. So leading question. Do you think one of the reasons you sell so well on Depop is because your name is Deanna? <laughs> oh no, probably not. <laughs> okay, okay, just check. All right, we gotta. I'm gonna cut that part. What? No, that's good gold. Let's go. Podcast gold. <laughs> gold. <laughs> okay, so you're getting your ideas from teenagers, but you don't have to have teenagers, like oh, you no. said. You can go into the Depop edit. You can look like popular trends on TikTok. TikTok. I mean, yep. for sure. And then, oh, and. Did you say, I can't remember, did you say you do, like, when you are sourcing, are you looking, like, you said you like to, you know, so if you don't know, listener, when you go into list on Depop, I can't remember what the drop down bar is, but you can fit, you can pick three, three hashtag styles. Is that yeah, so accurate? There's, there's different things. There's, um, there's actually a style drop down where you can pick three things and they have a very, very limited things that you can pick from. I don't even know what half of those are. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? Some of them don't some of them don't seem to fit the trends that are going on right now. And I'm thinking that it's either like their older trends or their UK trends. Um yeah. but um it's a very, very limited list. So if and you you might as well pick three. So I usually just pick the three closest. Completely separate to that, you can have five hashtags. In Vendu, you're putting them where the style tags are. That's where you mm-hmm. put your hashtags. Um, but if you were uploading straight to the Depop app, you would literally put hashtags like you do on um, Instagram in your description, and it will count five of them. Um, if you have okay. more than if you have more than five, I suggest you still use them. Just don't put them as hashtags. You can just put them as keywords, you know, at the bottom underneath those. So in your description, in your items description, you're putting five hashtag words, keywords, yep. and then yep. anything in addition to that, just put them in, you know, list them as tags or whatever yep. with no hashtag in front of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the deal with? Um, I was doing a little Reddit deep dive this morning on Depop, and this whole everybody was talking about. Um, scam likers and how oh, people hate them don't like, don't worry what? don't worry Lisa. you saw that that's on my list right like mm, what's, I looked at it what's I was like, with what all the that? scammers do you know like what that deal is i couldn't really get a grasp I on it i don't know i haven't had any issue with any scammers on depop well, that's great <laughs> so are you not getting like i'm getting so many messages of people being like trying to I mean, it's some sort of scam. I don't exactly. I think they're trying to do da- data mining, but mm-hmm. they're asking to take the transaction off Depop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've. I mean, I've gotten a few of. I've gotten a few of those for okay. sure. Um, I thought there was like a special, uh, <laughs> a special well, certain scam like, going around. What I was reading but, this morning, it was like people going off on people who just go in and like your stuff, just uh, to get you to come back and try, I guess, and like their stuff. Like and they're, their like, stuff. they're not even real closets. And I was like, what? I just couldn't really get a grasp on it. Okay. So, so know you, you know, it depends on what world you're coming from. So if you're mm-hmm. coming from the Poshmark uh, world where people shop a specific way, 
they see an item, if they like that item, they think that they either want to think about coming back to it later. The like is like a bookmark, right? Mm-hmm. And they might come back and purchase it later. Or they're liking it, hoping that maybe the price will come down at some point or you'll send them an offer on it, right? But on Depop, you're looking at shoppers that skipped all that, were never in, on Poshmark, didn't ever shop that way. And they're coming from sites like TikTok and Instagram, where when you see something you like, you like it. You hit the like button. Um, and on Depop, they also um, treat it almost like a mood board or a Pinterest. Like they like all the things that fit their aesthetic. They might not buy it. It might not even be their size. They're just trying to build it so that when they look at the your liked items, they're looking at a specific aesthetic that they like gotcha. to look at. So they're the likers are not necessarily by any means buyers on Depop. Gotcha. Um, it's more of a Pinterest or Instagram type like. <laughs> but so... uh, a second reason people do like is if they think if they like items that you'll come to their closet and check your closet out. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm fine with likes. I don't care. Um, who has liked or not liked my items on Depop anyway. Um, there's different ways to get your items seen. Um, also, I relist, you know, quite a bit, delist and relist, so I don't really care yeah. who's liked You do items. that on – how often are you – how often do you let your items sit before you'll relist it on Depop? Um, so I don't like to let them sit for more than a month. I try to do okay. it um, even more than that, but – it depends on how much inventory you have. Like you can only do so many in a day. Like on, I think Poshmark cuts you off at 300 and something. Um, so I've learned to do like 50 at a time or 100 at a time, you know, every few days and just keep it going all how the time. How many active listings do you have? Um, just over 400. I don't have a lot. I mean, that's that's a good a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's about, yeah. yeah. So, um and you're doing that through Vendu. You'll go in and mm-hmm. just pull everything and then redo it. Yeah, I use the bulk realist dealist tool, yeah. and you can just do them all at the same time. Um, it different, you know, different ones for different reasons. Um, Macari and Poshmark base their offers on your historical lowest last lowest price or offer so you occasionally have to get rid of that history so that Mm -hmm. you can go back to making decent sized offers again so yeah and then on depop because there's no like sharing type feature um you have to constantly be bumping your listings so you can you do that by editing them so most people use a bot to do that yeah. and um, use your bot to do that. And then the other thing that also keeps them fresh is to, to just relist them and make them new listings again. So people use bots to edit their Depop listings? Yeah. So basically um, every time you edit your listing, it kind of bumps it up to the top of the search list. So if somebody happened to search for keywords that are in your item, mm-hmm. you would be more likely to come up at the top if you've recently edited your item. Now, it's not smart enough to figure out like how much you edited it. So people will literally go in and hit the edit button, not change anything, and then hit save, and it has the oh. same effect. So since that's very tedious, um, you know, of course, people made a bot to do that for you, and it right. will just go in and, and refresh your closet. And it's one of the reasons I like to keep a smaller size closet. Uh, one, because my husband would divorce me if I used any more storage <laughs> space in the house. Um, but also because you can share your, you can refresh and relist your entire closet between, you know, in one to two days. 
Um, and you can share your entire Depop closet multiple times a day. But if you have 4,000 items, your whole closet isn't getting refreshed, bumped, edited, or shared, depending on what platform you're on in a day. So, but you said there's no sharing on Depop, right? Yep. There's no sharing okay. option. All right. So the, the only thing that's going to help is just editing those listings, which. Yeah. And it makes. Bot- it makes a huge, huge difference. Okay. I'm going to go um, do that today. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't doing it. Um, I wasn't using all the hashtags. I wasn't, um, and I wasn't doing that feature. And when I started doing those two things is when I finally started making sales on Depop. I mean, I went months listing on Depop and not making a single yeah. sale. And um, as soon as I started um, having the listings bumped like that and adding all the style inform you know all the style keywords and hashtags that's when i started making sales immediately okay so those are you think those are like the two keys right there mm-hmm. yeah definitely. okay 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 that's awesome mm-hmm. that's really that's good information so so you said the bots they they'll they're set up to go in and like you know fake edit the listings do mm-hmm. the bots do anything else is there anything else you can do on Depop? Yeah, the Depop one has some things. I just don't use them. Some of the stuff I uh, I use Posture VA and Celerator. Those are my two bots that I use. Um, both of them have features that I use and don't use. So if it has anything to do with um, like relisting uh, re- and delisting, I don't use those features on the bots because it will lose the connection I have with Vendu. So I use Vendu for that. Mm-hmm. Um Accelerator also has a few options that don't quite work well on Depop. They they have a way that you can message people um, and send messages to people to your followers or whatever. Depop users do not like to get unsolicited messages. So, um, and you can even get kicked off the platform for sending out too many. Oh wow! So I do not. I just ignore that feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly pretty much only use the bumping feature. You, th- There is like a, a price changing feature if you wanted to lower your prices. However, Depop itself has a really easy to use discount feature where you can discount some or your whole closet all at once. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I don't know this feature. It, like through the app itself. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you can um, go into your main, you know, little seller hub. It's a little middle home button. and go under discounts and you can select all or you can just select certain items and set the discount to 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever percent. Okay. And then you the next day you could take it off and then two days later you could put it back. So it's, and it's, it's, it doesn't matter if it was ever on sale like before. So I like that. I like that feature. Yeah, that's nice. So you put it, you can put the sale on and take it off. Yep. Easily through that. Okay. See, these are features I'm like super unaware of in Depop. I have, I, I, I feel super informed already. <laughs> Depop's, Depop's a little sparse, too. It's a little hard to figure out some stuff. So when I first started using it, I would be messaging Aaron and my other friends all the time and be like, how do I send someone a message? <laughs> I, how do I do this? Because it's like, it's not super yeah. intuitive. They don't have it's, it. It's not. Even easy. like trying to find my purchases, I'm always like, wait, how do I get to that page again? Or my sales? Like, how do I... Like, yeah, we were at the lake last week with some friends, and one of uh, my friend's daughters sells on Depop. And Lindsay was like going over to her, and she's like, "Hey, um, Margie, this little like fifteen year old, she's like, how do I? How do you? Where can you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I was sourcing, I was sourcing on Depop, and I can't remember what the question was, but I couldn't figure out how to get to some page to do something that I needed to do, like 
make a payment or I don't even know what it was. I can't remember, yeah. but she was just like, you just do this. And Depop, they say what <laughs> you don't ship the item until your payment comes through. Is that correct? Or is it the other way around? There's something yeah, there. Yeah. You'll get notified. Um, you'll get notified that they purchased the item and you'll usually right away, you'll know, get a notification that it's paid for. Um, it's not like, I don't think it's like eBay where you're waiting for them to do something to pay. I don't buy a lot on Depop, but I, th I think it is automatic, but there's two different ways they can pay. And one of them takes a little longer for you to get the notification, basically. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> the One of the number one complaints about Depop, which they're working on fixing, <clears throat> is that people will um, – ask for an offer on an item and you'll send them an offer. Now they even have it. Now they have an, an offer button. They didn't even have that before. Yeah. And people will make an offer and you'll accept it, but then it's not by, it's not automatically binding like it is on Poshmark. They have to then accept your accept for some reason. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why they have it set up that way, but um, they are working on that. They're going to make, um, they are going to make a switch to have the offers be binding but while so they're like an instant pay situation, then yeah, like on yeah. like on Poshmark, like if you yeah. send an, if you send someone say I want to buy your skirt for twenty five dollars and they accept, that's it. It's you just bought it. Yeah. yeah. But on Depop, I make the offer, they accept it, and then I get to choose whether or not I still want to buy it or not. Yeah. Um. So they are they are working on eliminating that. But in the meantime, a really good tip for people is because so many of those people ghost, and I can tell you exactly why. It's a design flaw. When they when they send you an offer and you accept it, they don't get notified that you accept it. Oh dear, that's uh, <laughs> there's so um, the best thing to do is if you if you accept someone's offer is that's an appropriate time to go ahead and, and go into their DMs and message them and say, you know, thank you for your offer. I have accepted it. I can ship it as soon as you as soon as you accept. Okay, and um. You know, I went from having like a hundred percent of those people ghost me to only having it happen occasionally. Okay. So that's now, good. now the majority of them purchase. Um, hopefully, that will just be rectified soon with the automatic buying. But for now, a good workaround is just to send them a message because I, since I wasn't doing a lot of shopping on Depop, I didn't realize that they didn't know that their offer was accepted. I think it's, there's a little notification in like all their notifications, but there's nothing like pops up, nothing pops out at them. They don't get it's email. It's not a glaring notification. Yeah. yeah it's very hidden. Um, so if someone were, so I've sourced a few things on there, but it's been through offers. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, then, you know, I get the notification that I need to then pay. If someone buys something like at full price, is that an instant pay situation? Like, would you, had like it is that binding like if i go in and bought something for full price and just you know buy it i because i don't i haven't done that i mean i would think so i i don't i don't i don't buy anything <laughs> i'm only ever sell anything um so um i would think so when you well you when you put something in your shopping cart and you go to check out um you're paying at that time so yeah oh yeah yeah that's true okay um Okay, offers. Oh, this so the offers button that you mentioned earlier. That's that's a newer feature, and now we yep. can do counter offers as sellers on there, and that's like a even newer feature. Like they just added that. Yeah, and yeah, it was super frustrating to get an offer from someone, and you knew you weren't, you didn't want to take that offer, but you weren't that far off, and you felt like they would take a counter offer, but you had no way of countering them. 
Uh, All you had was decline. That was your, you can accept or decline. So yeah, so now you can counter. So they're, they're slowly getting better. Um, I think that they just put a really streamlined product out without a lot of, they didn't want to overwhelm people. They wanted to make up something that was as simple as possible um, in the beginning, but you know, as Mm -hmm. they're growing um, and as people get used to all these different platforms and the features they have, they want to see similar features on Depop. So they're, you know, starting to build them. Are you seeing an increase in your sales since they added the offer and counter offers? Yeah, I think the offer button really helped. Um, Before that, people had to initiate by sending you a message, which, you know, a lot of people won't ask. If if it's real easy, like there's an offer button and that makes them feel invited to make an offer. They're like, oh, there's an offer button. People are supposed to make offers. Whereas if there's no offer button and they have to direct message you they ask there it feels more like they're asking you for like a huge favor or something you yeah. know or like uh you know yeah they're they're contacting you it's people get anxiety about that they yeah you know? so i think it does i think it increases um the chances of making a sale to have the offer button i have noticed though i mean i haven't done a ton of sourcing because I, I do all my sourcing online now i've switched mm-hmm. to complete online sourcing higher asp just a whole different business model away from the thrift store now. So I've been, I have been sourcing. I've gotten a few good items, some good dogs. I mean, dogs, you know, like <laughs> that seems very depopish. <laughs> I've gotten some good dogs, but I got a pair of Louboutins um, a few weeks ago that were gorgeous for a really good price. Uh, I got some Tory Burch Miller sandals. Like, so there, the, you know, the opportunity to get some stuff on there, some of them are priced really great for reselling something, you know, it's just like all the other reselling. Most of it is priced way high and out of my reach in terms of selling it. Um, but I have noticed, I mean, I guess you don't, you're not going to know the answer to this because you don't source on there, but I, people are not as willing to negotiate. Like I, I send offers on everything and that I source online uh, on the reselling platforms. I very, very rarely, I did just buy a pair of docs off of Depop which she still hasn't shipped yet, though. Um, <laughs> like a week ago, um, I did buy those outright because they were a really good price. Um, but I have noticed the people that I am sending offers to, like there's very little give and take on the Depop. Like Poshmark, a lot of people, I would say the majority of my sourcing, people are willing to negotiate. But on Depop, I'm just not seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, part of, yeah, part of it is it's historically been a little more difficult to to go back and forth. And so now it's kind of a newer yeah. concept. If they've right. never, if they've never sold on another site, they're not even really used to the concept of negotiating. They want, yeah. to, you know, um, <clears throat> sites like eBay and even Poshmark made us very comfortable with the idea of this is like a negotiation process, not yeah. a typical e-com, you know, you're not going to the Amazon website and just purchasing something. You are going to a site to try to make a deal with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just depends. And it also depends on if they're resellers or not. Cause yeah. um, I typically source online a lot from Poshmark and I find the people with the best prices willing to sell you the stuff for the cheapest, they're not really resellers. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. That's, that's, those are the people they take forever to ship. They take forever to get back to you and stuff because they're not full time or part time resellers. They're yeah. literally selling just their own stuff here and there. Yeah. So exactly. just have to have more patience with them, but they, you know, or sometimes they never respond. Like who knows? Maybe they yeah. put that item up there six months ago and forgot all yep. about it. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I was a friend that kept saying, she was like, Oh, you guys are doing Poshmark. I put stuff up there all the time and I never sell anything. 
thing. And Lindsay was like, well, you, do you share your closet? And she was like, what's that? Yeah. Like, she's like, I never even look at it. I just put it up and walk away. I know. She's like, won't I just get an email when something sells? I'm like, yeah, but your stuff's not going to sell. You got to get, you got to get in there, girl. And also, if someone, if, if Depop was originally set up where there was not an offer feature, people aren't going to pad their prices. They're going right. to say, this is how much it costs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. there's not going to be that wiggle room. They're going to be like, yeah. no, I'm not changing the price. Like, this is it, you know? So yeah. I, I get that too. Yeah. And I think on Depop too, another great thing, I mean, you can definitely sell your regular bread and butter brands there and mall brands and all that good stuff. But what really sells good for me there is just things that are really unusual. If it's something that's handmade, upcycled, if it's funky, if it's vintage, if it's some kind of one of a kind type item or more rare, like you don't see it all the time. Um, those stuff tends to sell better for me. Um, and also at a higher price. So, mm. and uh, I have often priced the same item higher, quite a bit higher on Depop than I have on other platforms and gotten away with it. So <laughs> do you think, cause in my mind, when I think of Depop, I think of it as being lower priced items. Is I that think some a people, misconception? I think, yeah, I think some people do think that. And it's, well, and it depends on what you're selling. I mean, I will sell, um, you know, certain more everyday type items I will sell uh, for less money. But those ones that I just mentioned, or if it's a particular style that's super hot at that moment, um, and the pieces are more difficult to find, um, then I'll price it for more. And a lot of times it will sell. Um, you can also do uh, international sales on Depop, which I actually haven't had one yet. I just got brave enough to turn on international shipping. Um, but after listening to so many people tell me that there's a lot more uh, wider audience on Depop if you open it up to there and there are people living in countries where they can't get yeah. Access to certain brands and whatnot, and they'll pay more, plus they'll pay the giant shipping cost. So. Okay, so let, let's talk about that, international shipping. You say you turn it on. How do you turn that on? The only thing I've seen is that you can add in there the international shipping price. So in your seller settings, you can actually turn – whether the fact that – whether you're um, interested in selling internationally or not, on or off – Okay. And that will, that will, so if that's on, then it, it will show your items to people who are outside of the U.S. Um, you can have that turned on and still not have a price in the, in that shipping option. And then people won't automatically be able to purchase it. So you can, um, limit it in that way. Like maybe there's a certain item. It's kind of heavy. You don't want to deal with international shipping for that item. Just simply don't put a number in there. Um, but you still want to have that feature turned on because that's what tells Depop that you're willing to to ship internationally. So an international buyer couldn't buy it, though, if you don't have a price in that international? I don't think so. I think they'd have to message you. Okay. Um, How but, are, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say they're, they're less likely to see it if you don't have international shipping, at least turned on. How how are you pricing your inner, where are you getting that? Are you using like an outside like stamps.com or pirate ship or something? Yeah, well... So that that is how you would ship it. Um, so like I said, I haven't gotten a sale yet. So I got all my information from Aaron and um, also from uh, Tell Your Friend Sportswear, another online friend of mine. 
Yeah, she's been on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got I, I asked both of them a ton of questions before I turned it on because I was scared. But yeah, so they will send you the shipping label and the customs form already filled out oh, for your sale. Nice. So then you can go on like pirate ship or whatever, and you can you can purchase your stuff. Um, and what? Uh, so the for the pricing. I, I read a couple of different articles about what the standard pricing is for the different um, uh, weights of item. Um, but my feedback that I was getting from people is that it isn't just internet with international shipping. It's based on so many factors, not just the weight. Um, it has to do with the weight, the distance, the size of the box, and then also certain um, items that you ship, depending on what country they are, just cost more. Like it literally costs more to ship like sporting goods, equipment than it does to ship clothing or something like that. Like just due to some certain postage rules or whatever that mm-hmm. they have. So you really have very little way of knowing how much it's going to cost without knowing the person's exact address. So um, the advice I was given was to put much higher numbers in there than need okay. to be. Occasionally, people will just purchase it at that price and pay that shipping, and maybe it doesn't even cost that much to ship, and you make some money. Or maybe it costs a couple dollars more than that to ship, and you lost a couple dollars. Um, um, but most of the time, if you have a, a higher number in there, if it's a shipper, let's say they're in like Australia, and they buy stuff from America occasionally, they know about how much it costs. So if they see yeah. that you have a T-shirt in there and they see that it's going to cost $40 to ship, they might know that that's not correct. And they can message you and they can say, how much would it cost to ship to this address? And then you can yeah. give them a real um, price. Some people put right in their description, I will, you know, I will calculate your shipping costs for you or, or whatever. Do you, so I know you haven't made an international sale yet. Oh, crap. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sister Brain. You can do it. Chirp, 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 chirp. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. So, like, you know how on, um, you know, eBay, if you make an international sale, like, you get, they eBay sends you the shipping label and it just, if you have international shipping turned on through your eBay account, it mm-hmm. goes through and you get that label that goes through the eBay, whatever, international. Is it like that? Or you actually, do you know if you're getting the Depop buyer, international buyer's actual address, or is it going through, like, a Depop center like eBay? Uh, that I do not know. I know what you're talking about with eBay, though. Yeah. All the packages actually go to, like, Kentucky or something. Yeah. And then they ship them up from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think – I I want to say it is similar to that. Um, I don't know. I would have to look it up real quick, and that would take time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I do think – for some reason, I do think they have, sort of like, a clearinghouse type thing like that. And, um, and listener, so if you haven't sold on Depop yet, my experience was when I was going through and listing my, I've sold two items on there now. So I think after my first item, it opened it up, it opened up and I was allowed to use Depop shipping, but it wouldn't let me put in Depop shipping. It was like, I had to do my own shipping. Oh, wow. It just wasn't offering it up as an option. Once I made my first sale and shipped it and got paid on that, then I was able to like, in the drop-down menu when I was creating my listing, right, put in Depop listing, Depop shipping. So I used Pirate Ship for my first one. And then now, you know, it just goes through Depop. And it's interesting because it it breaks it down 
So, you know, obviously in Poshmark, like it's just one size fits all basically up to how many ever pounds. eBay, there's a bajillion. Let's see. But on Depop, it's like smaller items, you know, like jewelry, da, da, da. And then, it, but it's like categorized. You can kind of just see like what your items are. Like I have mm-hmm. a lot of boots on there. So I just go down to extra heavy boots and, you know, <laughs> click that buyer pays. And uh, so if you're, if you're new to Depop and you haven't done that yet, don't be intimidated by that shipping feature because once you make a sale and then that other option opens up for you, it's so easy to pick like which of, you know, you know what your item is. You just look and it's pretty much listed there for you. You just click it there. Did, did you list your items, the, these first few items using the Depop app or did you list them using, cross list them using Vendue? Hmm. Cross list. Cross list. Yeah. So, um. So that's not actually like it's not Depop making you make a do a ship on, on your own and then it unlocks it. Oh. What's happening is <clears throat> there's a certain way you have to give Depop your address the first time. Mm-hmm. So um, in order to unlock that without, if you're going to use a cross listing service like Vendu or any other cross listing service that's out there, your very first items that you list just go. Um, what I did is I went into Depop and I listed an item, just like a test item. Didn't matter because I was going to delete it later. Put in a test item, and you have to to turn on the Depop shipping. It'll say put in your ad your um, you know the address you're shipping it from. You put it in there. You hit save. Now once Depop platform itself has your address now you'll be able to always use it you can go in your cross lister now okay. and it will, depop will be turned on okay um so yeah another thing with depop so i've like i said i've made two sales on there <laughs> so i still have to wait like 10 days before i get paid out for my items and then somebody was telling me recently they're like no no you just get paid instantly once the buyer pays on depop before before you ship it is that true yeah, I get the money right away. Mm-hmm. But right before they, before you even ship it, it gets put to you? Before you even ship it? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. So uh, do you know, like, like how, it, mine says something like, because you're a new seller, you know, your funds are going to be held for 10 days. And it's like 10 days after the person receives it. And so I'm still considered a new seller, I guess. And do you know how long it'll be before I start getting that instant payout? I don't recall that ever happening to me. It might be a Ooh. newer, it could be a newer feature um, yeah. or a newer requirement. Um, <clears throat> they did switch it like people can pay directly to Depop or they can pay through PayPal. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll note, and I do notice when people pay through PayPal, I get like a separate um, uh, notification about the shipping. So it's to be like, I'll get a payment that I, or a notification I received $20 and then a second one I'll get saying that I received $7 or, and then for the Depop payments, it's like, you got $27. So <laughs> they're, huh. it's a little bit different depending on how they paid. Something yeah. I just sourced recently. So it was through an offer. So I didn't have to like, um, pay immediately. You know, I had to go in and do it myself. On Depop? Yeah. On Depop. Um, the buyer or the seller actually messaged me and they're like, hey, would you mind paying through? I think she asked me to pay through PayPal. She goes, because I get paid out faster if you pay through PayPal. Yeah. And I was like, no, because I use my business credit card. <laughs> so I can't do that through PayPal. I'm sorry. No, can't have. <laughs> um, okay, so we're coming up on an hour here. I feel like we got some, I don't know, I feel I feel. I got some good info to go in and apply <laughs> into my Depop closet. So Top, top things, 
Edit your listing. Hashtags. Yeah, um, yeah the, the edit your listing, we call it like refreshing uh, your listing. Um, honestly, use a bot. Like I was afraid to at first because, you know, you want to spend money on a, uh, a platform you're not making money on, right? Right. Um, but I was like, okay, but I'm going to turn it on and I'm going to try it for three months because, you know, it, it's often one month isn't often usually enough to figure out something. So yeah. I'm going to give it three months regardless. And in less than that three months time, it was paying for itself each month. So okay. um, I say take the leap and, and use the bot. They don't seem to care as much as other platforms. Um, the Accelerator one is a good one. There's another one called Debob, I think. Um, Debob. <laughs> <laughs> that a lot of people like. Um, both are good. Um, they both already have limitations and stuff set up so that you can't overdo it and get like in trouble. Yeah. Um, I would say the hashtags are one of the most important things um, and talking about it in your description a little bit more than you would on like Poshmark, like a little bit more uh, keywords about this aesthetics, aesthetic or aesthetics that it can fit into, who might like it, where they might wear it to, types of words like that in, in the description. Um, I do... I do um, either hanging or flat lay photos with the white background, but because um, that's what I have the capacity to do, but modeled photos do really good on Depop. Um, one of the reasons Erin Four Limes to Boutiques does so much sales on Depop is because her items are modeled. She pays models yeah, to come in yeah. and, and then do her um, photography, or she does the photography, but they wear the clothes. Um that does work really well there, but it's not a must have. Um, then V who sells just as much as Aaron does has photos like mine. So, um, but that is something that could work well there. Um, so photos, um, you can do video on mm -hmm. Depop. Um, I, I have done a few, but I didn't really find that it was helping sales one way or the other. So I just, I'm not doing it for now. Um, the discount offer and then keep your eye on the Depop app. Make sure that you actually go to the Depop app every once in a while and open it like on your phone because they send you information about specials and stuff only through the app. So you'll not see them. So you'll open the app, you know, at least once a day, you'll, you'll get like a pop-up that says, um, Hey, for the next 48 hours, we're doing free shipping. Oh. Um, so that's one reason I always, I go ahead and use the Depop shipping instead of ship on your own, because mm -hmm. if it's ship on your own, you don't get to take advantage of those free yeah. shipping things. Um, the, they'll try to push certain ones. They were recently trying to push plus size. So they said, you know, for this entire month, zero listing fees for oh, plus wow. size items that are listed. So they have different different incentives like that that you won't know about them if you don't ever if you use a service where you don't have to go through the depop app so you mean like if you sold something that was plus size that month on depop you did not have to pay pay out a percentage to depop I, like you i got think it for all. that i think for that specific one it was anything you listed so it's like if you list something between this date and this date then when you sell that item whenever Oh, that's, you won't pay fees on that's that. awesome that's yeah. real rad yeah. yeah so they'll just that's, I, awesome. that's one of the best ones i've seen they've done others they'll they'll do like drop your prices 30 percent to get free shipping um okay yeah you know, different different ones like that they did they also recently had uh 
people could sign up for to beta test a new feature that they're putting out, which is promoted listings. It'll work exactly like eBay promoted listings. Um, but if you sign up for this beta, you'll get to try it out for 30 days for free without paying the promotion fees. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely have some, some stuff coming down They're <laughs> They're, they're trying to, I guess, be a little more similar to the other reselling platforms. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's yeah the more the more platforms that are out there, the harder those platforms have to work to to keep their members and yeah, and makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I I do have one question that I wrote down from earlier on when we were talking. You're you're saying you know you have some things you absolutely will not post to Depop. Yeah. Could you give us some examples of what those are? Um. Well, I mean. Depop really hates stock photos. Do not ever use a stock photo on Depop. You will I've, immediately get banned from Yeah, from, I've from seen them. a couple people posting on Instagram that their accounts got suspended. They were able to get them reinstated by like pretty much writing apology letters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I won't do it again, I promise. Yeah. And they, I think there was like a, so, a waiting period before they would reinstate their account, but they got them yeah. back. Yeah, so uh, for that, I rarely use stock photos anywhere, but mm-hmm. on the occasion where I just cannot, like a certain funky piece of clothing, I can just not figure out how to photograph it to, to really make it look like it's supposed to look, and I use a stock photo, I'm not going to be able to do that, use that listing on Depop. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know, there's just, to me, there's just some styles it's not um, to put on there. It's just basic career where more i don't know more more boring or typical pieces that don't fit into any of those cores um i can definitely easily cross list them over with seconds of my time with like a tool like vendu but it's just they're very less likely to sell and those those are more items they have to be bumped and all that stuff so um you know i mostly stick to the items that fit into those style trends and have a better chance of selling on teapot yeah, that, those are the kind of things, I mean, again, like, I'm so uneducated on the youth. I, I feel like I'm trying to put things in there. Like, definitely all my docs are going in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I put a lot of stuff in there just to see because, I mean, I I bought a pair of Louboutins on there. Someone else might be buying Louboutins on there, and I have, Yeah, know. it doesn't hurt to, to, it doesn't hurt to post everything on there, really, but, yeah, um, you know, and then the people do go in, they look at your closet, so, you know, if, if everything is a specific style, or they see lots of stuff that fits their style, they might be more likely to follow you or come back, so, yeah. I mean, that's something to consider, too, I guess, but I, I do find myself, I specifically source for Depop, um, and the items that I specifically source for Depop tend to sell faster on there because I was, I had Depop in mind when I, when I sourced that item and I knew exactly what hashtags I was going to use. I knew exactly yeah. what photo I was going to use. And, yeah. That's and what so. V was telling us that like she'll mm-hmm. very specifically go in to source for Depop, just yeah. like that nineties Y2K stuff. Just. Yeah, Y2K is is huge. It's been huge for a while. I think it's going to continue for a while longer. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. It's mm-hmm. it's hanging in for more yeah. than a season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of their styles, too, that tend to last a little bit longer. Um, you know, Cottagecore has been popular for a couple of years now. Yeah. And usually the trends come and go super fast. Now, is it as big of a trend? No, yeah. but right. it's 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 hardcore followers are are still dressing that way. They don't yeah. care um so much that trends have moved on. They're going to keep dressing that way. So, yeah. keep looking for clothes in that style. So, 
Lacey was just showing me a cottagecore dress this morning that she liked. No, mm-hmm. and, and definitely not my style, but definitely yours. It's called the Lacey dress. Hello. I know. It's <laughs> named Lacey. after you. It, was, it, was, it will be mine. It was a, it was a new uh, Reformation mm-hmm. style, the newer one on mm-hmm. their site. All right. Well, I, I feel like this was this was great. Like, I feel like. You had a lot to teach. Oh, <laughs> for some of us. You're welcome, listener. There's some of us older people trying to wrap our minds around Depop. It just, I, I feel like a lot of it's like a mental block for me. Like, oh God, I shouldn't be in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm popping my head into the high school dance right now. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here, old lady. I'm like, no, but cool. Watch me dance, you guys. I got step class. <laughs> Very informative. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for, thank you so much. And thanks for hanging in there with us for a couple of weeks trying to get this date. Yeah. No problem. You guys. I I think at least one of those reschedules was me. So. It was. I was going to say that. Yeah. 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 yeah, Which is fine. Which is fine. I mean, you've been more than happy to accommodate our changing schedules. So thank you so much, Deanna. We really appreciate it. So yeah, go find Deanna online. She, she gives a lot of really good educational content. It's Deanna. What was it? Deanna dot online. Deanna.online. How did I forget that? That's like so simple and easy. Deanna.online. Go find her on Instagram. You'll, it's, it's, it's a good follow for you. And thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Say bye to your kitty for us. (laughs) And the teenagers. Oh God, I'm scared of them. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 We did it. We learned Depop. We did. I we, feel like a Depop expert. How about you? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm excited to go change things up on my listing and see what um, what what positive changes I'm going to see in my Depop. Sales. I'm guessing a lot, dude. You know what I found was so interesting. Her thought. Her um, explaining how the youth, the youths, the youths <laughs> are. You, I mean, they're not children, like no, she said, young they, adults, which you know that still still half our age. Um, <laughs> oh the, God. <laughs> Why did you have to put it that way? Well, because it's it's true. It's true. The youths are using it like a freaking Pinterest yeah. board. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I for some reason that's yeah, yeah that stuck I, out to me too. I they're that, using it to like put their little um, vision board together of what their aesthetic wants to be. I think they're really steez. Cool. Yeah, they're steez. That's what steez. us old people say. Yeah. Do you young people say steez? <laughs> they don't say steez. You should. It's a good word. It is a good word. It means style, listener, in case you don't I mean, know. obviously. But, you know, you could be using that and be like, the only person in your crew that's saying that word, because that's something we said like 20 right. years ago. You want to talk about some Y2K shit? Steez. Steez. <laughs> What's your steez? <laughs> Shout out, Kim. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you so much, Deanna. And hey, guess what, folks? She gave us a discount code for you to use over at Vendu. Ooh. Yeah. You can get 30% off your first month using code Thrifter Sisters. Um, that is going to go into effect, I think, July 20th, maybe July 21st. I don't know. Um, but, in, but upon airing of this episode, and it's going to be in effect for 30 days. So if you have been interested in checking that out, make sure you use it. Did I say the date? Yeah. July 20th, uh-huh. 21st, whenever this comes out, um, 30 days from them, that code is going to be active. Thrifter Sisters, that is going to get you 30% off your first month. That is the deepest discount. They don't offer that as the refer a friend discount. Well, you know, she is part of the Vindu machine herself. So that was very yeah. sweet of her. Yeah. That Thanks, was, Deanna. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you, Vindu. 
Um, I think we did it, right? We did. We, we did. S- we said it all. Listener, did we do it? They said yes. Okay, great. I, I heard it in my mind, Grapes. High five. Air five. Air five. <laughs> don't hit the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for us this week. Join us next week. We don't have a guest lined up. I got to figure out that immediately. <laughs> Two sisters. One podcast. Rift of sisters. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Love you, Mina. Love you, Mina. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.